Welcome to the Everyday Conversion Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Sievercrop, and I am just like you. I'm busy with work, family, kids, church, and a million other responsibilities. And honestly, some days I miss my personal scripture study and prayers. And some days we as a family miss our scripture study and prayer. But I'm trying. So if you're not perfect in living the restored gospel of Jesus Christ, but you're trying, well, get along great, and this is the place for you. Five days a week, I'll share a brief episode, often based on the Come Follow Me curriculum for that week, that I'm using to have daily conversations with my kids, whether we're on our way to school or on our way home or if it's real quick before dinner. And you're welcome to use them to do the same with your family or your personal study. Just know that the views and opinions I share are mine alone and do not represent the official doctrine and viewpoint of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Now let's jump right in with today's episode. So the Sabbath has been a topic of discussion in our home personally over the last week or so, even more so than normal. I mean, we always talk about it each Sunday, but it's been a, it's more and more of a conversation. And here's why. My daughter has begun showing horses and it's something that she does with my mom. And that's really important to me because it's really improved their relationship um, and it's given them opportunities to spend time together. The problem is that most of these horse shows go like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And we're getting ready to go to one this coming weekend. As a matter of fact, when you listen to this, we will already be at the show and my daughter will be showing that day. So wish her luck. Now, my my wife and I are converts, and neither of our families are members. So my mother, obviously, is not a member. Uh, my parents, neither of them are, obviously. Um, neither None of my siblings are. And because of that, it causes some friction at times and, and, and often challenges uh, when it comes to certain gospel principles. And one of those is the Sabbath day and what we do and what we don't do on the Sabbath. And they don't always completely understand. So we've told them before, we've told my mom before that that Brooklyn isn't going to show on Sundays. And it came up again this year. And apparently I wasn't clear enough, and that was totally my fault, but my mom thought because I hadn't said anything that she would be showing on Sunday. And so just... A couple days ago, I had to have that conversation with my mom and say, when I said that she won't be showing on Sundays, what I meant was she won't be showing on Sundays ever. And that was a hard conversation to have because it's not, because it's something that to my mom isn't a bad thing to do, a wrong thing to do to show on Sundays. A lot of people do it. Um, There are members of the church that she knows that do it. And... So it's been tough. So I've been having this conversation with Brooklyn all week for a couple weeks now. And part of it was that I wanted, you know, she puts a lot of time and effort into this. You know, she does writing lessons every week. Uh, You know, my mom's put out a lot of money uh, for this. And so it's been a tough decision for my daughter, for Brooklyn. And I didn't want her to not do it. I I didn't want her to not show on Sunday simply because mom and dad said so. I wanted to have the conversation with her, and I wanted her to 
make the decision herself. And I'm happy to say that she has. Her and I were talking about it the night before I talked to my mom. And she said, Dad, I don't want to show on Sunday. And I asked her, I asked her um, earlier in the day of the day I'm recording this, so earlier today, I said, why, why don't you want to, to show on Sunday? And I wanted to hear her reasoning. And she said, well, you made some really good points. She said that that's not what we, I should be doing on Sunday. We should be spending time together as a family. And we should be focusing on things that we do on Sunday. And she said, I'm thinking maybe I can bring my scriptures with me so that while we're gone, I can read them. And that was really cool. And we've got some friends in in the area that we're going to the horse show. So we're going to try to go to church with them. And I was so excited to hear her say that. Um, I was so happy to hear her hear that she had put thought into it and that it had, it had, she had really thought about this, which is, you know, to me, very impressive for a 10 year old. So that's been on my mind a lot lately. And because of that, I chose to review for our general conference talk that we're reviewing this week. I chose to review Elder Jeffrey R. Holland's talk from this past April general conference um, titled Behold the Lamb of God. And as I listened to this talk again, I was greatly impressed upon by the Spirit, I mean, I, to the point of being overcome at times, and even more so than just being overcome by the Spirit or feeling the Spirit, I had a desire to do better in my Sunday worship and to be a better leader of my family in doing that. So I'm going to play a couple clips from Elder Holland's talk because it's Elder Holland and I can't read it as good as he says it. Um, so listen to his description of the sacrifice when, it, or of the sacrament, uh, when it was instituted to replace the killing of the Passover lamb. Following his brief mortal ministry, this purest of all Passover sheep prepared his disciples for his death by introducing the sacrament of the Lord's Supper, a more personal form of the ordinance that had been introduced just outside of Eden. There would still be an offering. It would still involve a sacrifice. But it would, it would be with symbolism much deeper, much more introspective and personal than the bloodletting of a firstborn lamb. Then Elder Holland goes on to explain the connection with the change to a two-hour block on Sunday and the home-centered gospel learning and the sacrament. My beloved brothers and sisters, with the exciting new emphasis on increased gospel learning in the home, it is crucial for us to remember that we are still commanded to go to the house of prayer and offer up thy sacraments upon my holy day. In addition to making time for more home-centered gospel instruction, our modified Sunday service is also to reduce the complexity of the meeting schedule in a way that properly emphasizes the sacrament of the Lord's Supper as the sacred acknowledged focal point of our weekly worship experience. We are to remember in as personal a way as possible that Christ died from a heart broken 
by shouldering entirely alone the sins and sorrows of the human family. Inasmuch as we contributed to that fatal burden, such a moment demands our respect. I got to be honest with you right there at the end. It's one of those times when Elder Holland is just so powerful when he speaks. Um, And this idea that because we contributed, because we're not perfect, that moment demands our respect. And I also love the connection and, and how he explained how the two-hour block and the home center gospel instruction, all of it was done to reduce the complexity of the meeting schedule so that we can emphasize the sacrament. You know, we've always said that the sacrament is the most important thing we do on Sunday. But sometimes he's right. It got, it got caught up in um, lessons and everything else that we do. And so I think it's important for us to realize and remember that. Then he goes on to talk about some tips for having a better Sunday worship, for, for focusing more on the sacrament and, and really focusing on that ordinance. And the three things he suggestions he gives is to arrive early, uh, to be reverent, and uh, to dress, dress appropriately. Whew, that was a tough one. And then it, you know he talks about praying for and reaching out to those who may be struggling. And I want to touch on a couple of things for each of those. So arriving early, you know, he talks about how a late pass will be always given for, for mothers who struggle um, getting kids and everything ready. Um, and then he talks about, you know, sometimes your ox is in the mire. But I love what he says at the end. He says, to this latter group we say, meaning of the people that have an ox in the mire on Sunday occasionally, he says, occasional tardiness is understandable. But if the ox is in the mire every Sunday, then we strongly recommend that you sell the ox or fill the mire. And I thought that was, you know, it's a funny way to say it, but it's basically, you know, look at your life and figure out a way to make sure you can be there. And I thought that was really, really um, uh, valid, what he said there. Um, You know, being reverent. He talks about how, you know, we as members like to visit. And he says, um, we love to visit with each other and we should. But he says it ought not be pursued so vocally in space specifically dedicated for worship. And I can tell you when I was bishop, this is one of the things every once in a while that would happen. And I think it happens in every ward. And like he says, nobody means to do it. We're just happy to see each other. But I would get up sometimes and I would I would just say, brothers and sisters, can we please prepare reverently for the sacrament? And it was amazing the way the Spirit... Um, you could tell the spirit wasn't as strong. I think it was just overpowered in the times that, that we um, were just getting a little loud. And he talks about how, you know, Bishop Ricks set the tone for that. And I think all of us set the tone for that when we come in and we, we focus on that. Uh, the next one he says, dress appropriately. He talks about how um, the term Sunday best has lost its meaning. And I love what he says. He says, out of, out of esteem for him into whose presence we come, we ought to restore that tradition of Sunday dress and grooming when and where we can. And so I think it's just reminding us of that. And then he talks about praying for and reaching out to those who can be struggling. And there's a, a lot that he talks about in there. I strongly recommend that you go listen to that. And by the way, you can go to everydayconversion.com forward slash 053 to get the link uh, to this talk. 
and uh, be able to uh, listen to the full thing. And in conclusion, Elder Holland, not it's not the conclusion of his talk, but the final thing that I want to share uh, from his talk that I think sums it up very well, Elder Holland said this. Brothers and sisters, this hour ordained of the Lord is the most sacred hour of our week. By commandment, we gather for the most universally received ordinance in the church. It is in memory of him who asked if the cup he was about to drink could pass, only to soldier on because he knew that for our sake it could not pass. It will help us if we remember that a symbol of that cup is slowly making its way down the row toward us at the hand of an 11 or 12 year old. I love that phrase. This hour ordained of the Lord is the most sacred hour of our week. It's a powerful, powerful statement. Now, as we finish today, I only have one single question for you today. And that question is, how can we approach the ordinance of the sacrament with more reverence this week? All right, that's it for today. Now, I know, I know you want to hang out with me longer, but we both have a ton of things to do today, including living the gospel and trying to be like Jesus. Cue primary children singing. I'm trying to be like Jesus. But hey, if you want to get the links to everything we talked about today, you can find it on the episodes page of everydayconversion.com. You can also do cool stuff like subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast listening platform, sign up for email notifications of new episodes, and connect with us on social media there. It's kind of like a virtual church library without the militant librarians or a piece of paper to sign out your three tiny pieces of chalk for your lesson. Also, just remember, I do my best to make sure my opinions are in line with official church doctrine, but they are just that. They're my opinions. For official doctrine and viewpoints, I recommend you go to churchofjesuschrist.org or comeuntochrist.org. 